Do you ever feel like God has sent you a sign? This is Tuesday, February 6th. Maybe you felt God has sent you a message. When this happens, people feel like they've been prompted or led by God in subtle ways. For example, I remember hearing the story of a woman who leads a ministry to the homeless for a church in Shreveport, Louisiana. She'd gotten ready for work one morning and was in the front yard on the way to her car when she felt like she was supposed to go back inside the house and get some woolen socks. She wasn't sure why the thought came to her, but she obeyed. She returned to the house, got the socks, and put them in her purse. When she arrived at her office, she found a woman sleeping on the front steps. The woman was shivering and delirious. She helped carry the woman into her office and then dialed 911. As she waited for the EMTs to arrive, she spoke with the woman and asked, Do you need anything? What can I do for you? And straight away that woman said, Could you get me some woolen socks? The woman went to her purse and brought the socks out, and the sick woman said they're perfect, and they match what I'm wearing. <laughs> now this is the sort of thing that doesn't happen to us every day. Sometimes these are called God winks. They are the ways that God shows up and reveals that he is present and engaged in our lives. I want to go to our scripture text for today. We looked at it on Sunday. This is John chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus was also invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now the scene John tells us about is a bit surprising, because we think if Jesus is going to reveal himself to the world, he might, buy, may, might begin by healing someone in public. That would reveal who he is. Or maybe Jesus will feed the multitudes. Then people will see him in his glory. Or perhaps he will raise someone from the dead. But no, instead, Jesus creates about 120 gallons of fine wine to keep a wedding party going. Now, it seems to us like a cheap parlor trick, something unimportant in the scheme of things in the scope of Jesus's ministry. But John gives us a hint later as he tells us that Jesus performs this miracle as a sign. Yes, this miracle points beyond the miracle to something far greater, to Jesus himself and what Jesus has come to do. It is like a key that unlocks many rooms that hold the riches of God's purposes. It is not the riches itself, but it's only the key. This is the way signs work in the purposes of God. A sign points beyond itself to something else something far more important than the sign itself. So let's talk about the miracle and the sign. First, the sign takes place at a wedding. We know that God has explained his plan to redeem a people for himself as just that, a wedding, a marriage of heaven and earth, 
a marriage of Jesus and the church, the people he loves and died to redeem. In the world of the Jewish people, there was no more important day in your life, no greater celebration in your life than your wedding. Jesus is attending a wedding of some of his friends. Now, these wedding celebrations would last on average a week. During this time, there would be the ceremony and then the celebration. Fathers would save up resources as soon as the child was born to prepare for this day. He would set aside money and also wine. Imagine storing a barrel of wine every year for 15 years or more for the day when the wedding would take place. There's anticipation for the coming joy. But the problem with this wedding is that the wine had run out. This would bring shame and embarrassment to the family. They did not adequately prepare. The father did not make the necessary provision. This would overshadow everything and rob the family and the new couple of their joy. This wedding is really something of a parable for us in our lives. Here's how. For the Jewish people, wine was synonymous with joy. It was a symbol or metaphor for that joy. In our world, the wine, the joy, always runs out. Yes, we experience moments of joy, but they're just that. They're moments, passing experiences of what we hope will never end. C.S. Lewis, the Christian author, explained that one of the best pointers to God is this longing for joy that every human being knows. He says that when our joys run out, we can do one of four things. We can try and keep looking somewhere else in the next thing the next career, the next spouse, the next city, the next new car, the next cruise. Or we can blame the universe. We can feel that the universe is a cruel joke because we have this longing for joy that could never be met in any lasting way. Or we can blame ourselves. We must have done something wrong that we should have these unmet longings in our lives. But none of these things help. They leave us hurting and blaming and still desiring. What C.S. Lewis is said that is, if we have a need that is inherent to our humanity, well, there must be a way for it to be met. So humans desire physical intimacy and there is sex. We become hungry and there is food, thirsty and there is drink. So if we have this desire for joy that every human being knows, and if this lasting joy cannot be found in this world, he said, then it means that we must be made for another world. You see, this is one of the signs we find in Jesus. The wine always runs out in our lives. Our deep longings can only be met by God. How is God showing you this in your longings and the hunger of your heart for joy? This thirst is one of the greatest gifts that God gives us because it drives us to God for fulfillment, to the only one who can meet the deepest longings of our hearts. Let's pray. Father God, our hearts are restless until we find our rest in you. We move from one thing to another apart from you and your grace. Reveal to us your presence with us and your love for us in Jesus that we might be filled for we pray in his name. Amen.